Two Women Chat is just me, Alison Archer, and my good friend Sally Thompson picking over interesting issues and subjects with a bit of research and a nice cup of tea thrown in. Because Sal and I are at that age, this first series is all about the menopause. What is it? What are the symptoms? How do you cope with them? And other stuff like that. Right, we talked, we talked uh, are you cold? Do you want me to put yeah, the... I'll be cold and hot, not cold. Oh, okay. You don't want me to put the heating on? No, thank you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just ignore me. Right. We talked, we talked an earlier podcast about the effects of the menopause on the way we view ourselves. Yes. Um, and I think that one of the things that can help women who particularly have a problem with the way they view themselves at this age and, and get... And, and there's no getting away from the fact that people do get a bit upset about getting older don't they yes, and yeah. find it hard to cope with that yes. idea that they're no longer that nubile attractive yeah um young woman that they used to be and that they'll only be uh, viewed as attractive by 80 year olds yes, yes. 80 year olds yeah fancied by 80 year olds unless you're really lucky <laughs> a friend of mine keeps getting stopped all the time in uh, tesco's and things by young nubile blokes yeah, yeah. Oh. same age as us I know. Anyway. Okay. I, well, that's what she tells me anyway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, I think that it's um, one of the things that we've talked about in the past is the fact that you do gain weight at this age. Yes. And that is one of the things that's not going to contribute to you feeling good about yourself, no. I don't think, because no. it is a bit of a losing battle. Yeah. Now, do you know why we gain weight at this stage? Well, it's to do with the the oestrogen, isn't it? Because our ovaries aren't producing any oestrogen because of our falling hormone level, uh, basically. Our body is desperately trying to find ways of producing oestrogen still, because we still need it, and our body can. It's not in the same quantity, and it's not in the same way. So what it has to do, it has to pack us full of lovely fat, especially around our middle, so that it's got something to tap into so that it can convert, well, it can use the fat to convert um, male hormone into female hormone. So are you actually saying then that fat contains oestrogen? No, no, but the fat is used, so it, our body puts fat on us, right. so it's like a nice little store that it can tuck into, say, I'll have a spoonful of fat, I'm going to mix it up magically with a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and here we have some oestrogen, it's not quite, it's not the same, I think it's estriol or something, I, I don't do. know. Yeah. But it's, it's... It's sort of almost oestrogen. Yeah, it's kind of, it's, it's not grade A, No. it's probably a few grades down, okay. but actually... It's sort of enough to keep us going reasonably, but it doesn't give us the same protection right, as our okay. lovely old, yeah. good old oestrogen did. But that is the reason. So our body is desperately trying to um, keep fat reserves and to build fat reserves, and this is why it's really difficult to have your your maintain maintain your weight. And the thing is, and the reason that I've been doing. And they oh, said what, that, uh, I've been doing re- research and look at reading up on on this, and it said actually that it's quite healthy for w- menopausal women to be a few pounds overweight because then they have this extra fat that the body needs to use to convert male hormone into female. Can I hormone. just write that down? Hmm. <laughs> Can I put that on my fridge? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was just sitting there thinking. 
to myself, what an evolutionary blip to be able, you know, to, to go, uh, uh, who, whoever it is that decides these things, to decide that, oh, I know, we'll make fat the place where you get issues. <laughs> it could have been hair, it could have uh, been toenails. Yeah, but you know what, what could be worse, right, is that there toenails might be... Toenails all over you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or some sort of, Scales. like, something happens. Yes, hair, you, you all like, over get your, this oh, sack yeah. underneath your chin. Yeah. You know, and, like, this like is where you're going to fat. store your oestrogen. Yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't you mind know. have it on my back. I could have it on my back rather than around my wig. Well, I suppose we have got an Oestrogen sack, it's but it's around my middle. Yeah, but you know uh, what? But if it was on your my, booty, yeah, that, that, that would be good. my boobs, I, yeah. I don't need any more on my booty. I told you I was in the booty queue when we were coming out, not the boob queue. I, I mistakenly went booty. in the booty queue twice instead of going in the boob queue. Anyway, the fact is, we do have a sack of oestrogen, and it's our, it's the, it's the, well, it's, it's the extra yeah, fat, it, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, and because your body needs it, it's that's why there's this little war going on between how you want your body to be and actually how your body wants needs to be to kind of uh, to help to protect the body basically it's it's self-preservation so at the risk of asking a question you don't know the answer to <laughs> which is very which could <laughs> very, be very easily done what do we actually if we're not producing any eggs anymore and we don't need to be fertile what do we actually need that estrogen for the bit that's, that's housed in the fat. Well, your estrogen, not housed in the fat, but no, the, they no. use the fat. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you see, you need estrogen to protect yourself from um, things like bone density, yes. and helps protect you from heart disease yes. and stuff like that. So your body still needs to do that, but obviously it hasn't got the same amount. So right, women, we are now, yeah, we're at risk now. Right. So okay. that's how your body kind of helps to keep you going. Yes. But you are going to be more at risk generally unless you then do something about it well i read that menopause doesn't cause cardiovascular no. disease but it does have estrogen itself has a positive effect on the inner layer of the artery wall which means that it helps to keep your blood vessels flexible and it means they can relax and expand to accommodate the yeah. blood flow that's what estrogen does for you and the reason why you're more prone to um cardiovascular disease when you have gone through the menopause is that you haven't got as much estrogen doing that job so it means that you can end up with um you know arteries that that clog up and and, but that is also equated to your lifestyle as well absolutely so if you if you have a bad lifestyle it's going to exacerbate the fact that your body is not coping so well with the lack of estrogen and that's where you end up then getting problems with um heart disease and mm. strokes and um yeah you know stuff like that if you if, if you're a smoker for example which is known to clog arteries and the fact that you're reduce you're, you're reducing your ability to fight that off but because you haven't got so much estrogen yes. as well so yeah. you're just making the whole thing worse absolutely so do you think then that there is something to be said at this age for it for taking a good old hard look at your life and thinking to yourself I need to if I'm not doing it already improve the way I live my life what do you think yeah well I think that's absolutely I mean especially at a time when you're just feeling really quite horrible everything just seems quite horrible it's quite a shock um when you start going through the effects of menopause, you know, perimenopause and all that, you feel so horrible. Really, the most natural, logical thing is 
to do is to think, well, hang on, what can I do to make myself feel better? So it's all... Eat cake, I think. (laughs) (laughs) No! Makes me feel better. (laughs) Yeah, but then you'll think about it and you think, oh, I've only got a little... Yeah, because I've got this big spare tyre around my waist (laughs) that I can't shift. I know. (sighs) You know, sometimes it's not even worth getting up, I think. Oh, (laughs) stop it. (laughs) I've forgotten what you asked now. Right, I see. That's my menopause menopause (laughs) Um, I I was thinking whether or not it, it... I I honestly think that if you if you haven't taken yourself in hand, at the, you know this is the age to take yourself. Yeah, this in is hand. a good time. This is a good yeah. time. If you haven't already, if you yeah. haven't already previously thought, oh my goodness, let me look look at myself and yeah. am I actually doing what I should do? Um, if you didn't do it then yes. and you kind of didn't do anything, then now I think is the time because it is so much more important. And one of the biggest um, problems I think is osteoporosis. Yes, um, which is a, a which is known as the sort of brittle bones disease, isn't it? Yeah. And um, it's it, like a silent, they've called it the silent epidemic because so many people have it and they just don't know. Yes. And um, what ha- happens actually, and this is where you get, um, uh, it's a common occurrence in ladies over a certain age, so much older ladies, yeah. that they fall down and they break their wrists. Yes. Because they put, they put their hands out yep. to save them and their hands and their wrists snap. Absolutely. Due to, um, you know, maybe not necessarily osteoporosis as a full-blown disease in their in their in their. Um, but they've certainly got a reduction of got, bone density. They've got a reduction of bone density, in bone strength, because they haven't taken care yeah. of themselves yeah. properly. Now, what can you do about that? Exercise, loading. You have to load the bones. You've got to. So that's working with resistance some sort of weight or body weight or actually working with weights which will target various um, specific parts of the body and there are certain parts of the body which are you know really are so I'd say it'd be so potentially dangerous not to actually exercise them. I find it quite frightening that some people which parts just, of your body? Oh, your back. If you oh don't. yeah, of course. Sorry, I mean, I'm thinking about my feet and, and then <laughs> your toe. You know, my, your big, your left. Yeah, my wrinkly earlobes. <laughs> is that why they're? <laughs> Can you move your ears? No. Okay. I can't. I can't. No. That's why you've got wrinkles on your eyebrow. ears. Oh. Anyway, so sorry, I interrupted. So you need to do exercise that targets specific areas, and there are certain like like hips uh, and loading the 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 the, the wrists, um, the back, and then when you're working the back, you've got to think about the whole of the back. So having good alignment as well, not stressing parts of the body by having bad posture. So postural alignment is really important, and of course, with good posture, you need to have a strong back. You need to have a strong core. So it's it's but it's not just one type of exercise. It's all different types of exercise. So you need to stress the bones so that the you actually cause a chemical reaction which actually makes the, the bone density increase. Oh, it's a bit like when you break a bone and it, it knits back together again. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we carry on, even though we're not, you know, when, uh, when you're young and you're growing up, we've got these things called osteoblasts which uh, build your bones. Okay. But we also have these things called osteoclasts and they, they claw away the bone that you don't actually need. Oh. So from the age of 35, you are actually could be in a in a, a state of beginning osteoporosis if you're not doing anything. Oh, really? That yeah. early? Well, you can do, wow. yes. If you don't do any, um, if you don't do anything, wow. then your bones aren't 
Well, they don't need to. The, the, the muscles, yeah, you, your muscles atrophy. If you don't work your muscles, mm. they're attached to the the um, sheath that covers your bones. Mm. So every time you work a muscle, it pulls on that sheath, and that's what causes the chemical reaction. If you're not doing anything that does mm. that, except maybe you know drinking pint, <laughs> oh, I've got a really yeah. strong arm, um, then your bones are going to well they're going to get really weak and yeah. they are they're going to become yeah. osteoporotic i mean i think I, I think from from the point of view of exercising you have mentioned before mm-hmm. about the fact that it's really helped you through your menopausal symptoms yes and can you explain to us a bit more about how that's how, how that's worked well i suppose it's two things it's it's that feeling of being doing something good treating yourself well so that kind of makes you feel positive thinking i'm doing something that's making me feel better so that's a really positive thing and then actually then of course you have the after effect of exercise so you get that real sort of high with the endorphins um and different types of exercise give you a different type of high uh, i suppose cardiovascular exercise um aerobics and running or cycling whatever you like doing that will give you that that nice high. Working with uh, weights, I suppose, is slightly different, but you do get it. But it's just it feels different because I think working um, with weights and things is a little bit more exhausting. So you don't, you don't always appreciate. It. You just kind of just relieved that you kind of got to the end of it, really. <laughs> but that feeling. I wouldn't say it was enjoyable. <laughs> you know, and the thing that's only if thing. you chuck them at somebody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that would help your bones, wouldn't it? Chucking weights at people. Yeah, you're defending flying <laughs> dumbbells. I think I've got, I've got this sort of like image in my head of. Um, what is actually required is a bit like a sort of Greek version, uh, no, a, 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 a higher weight version of the Greek plate smashing thing <laughs> going on. Like you'd have a plate smashing cafe, you could have a weight throwing cafe, yes. and just get uh, get out all your inner demons and build your bone density as well, just by going somewhere where you can th- throw things around. Is, is that, that why good? you play um, badminton? I think so. Yeah, getting your revenge yeah. on the old shuttlecock. That's true. But at the moment, the couple who are um, much older than me, who we who we play, are beating us hollow. So we have have to uh, they're very good anyway mm. um i think uh, you you're, you were saying about the fact that um endorphins and things help you through your well yes you feel- you know, that's the thing you don't think about but that is what happens yes so if you say to someone do exercise and you get this wonderful high you think yeah whatever i'll just yes. sit down and eat a cake yes so you don't actually appreciate that no. until you've actually got it and then you don't always re- recognize what it is right. But it actually is a mood lifter. It's a fact that if anyone is going through any form of um, mental stress, then if you do exercise, it is a fact. It actually will make you feel better. And it's, it is a chemical reaction in your body. So that is a really great plus. But that is only one side of it. Obviously, you've got to think about the reason I do exercise because I want to be I want to remain strong I want to be strong I want to be fit I want to be able to do things and I don't want to feel awful when I wake up in the morning I want to feel full of strength and vitality I think it's uh, I mean I think you're you're right there is there is an element of um you know things getting a bit creaky and and all of that And, and one of the things that I find um with exercises that it, it does make me feel good but it doesn't make me feel it, it doesn't make how can I put this the fact is if I don't do it I feel bad but if I do do it I feel normal <laughs> <laughs> 
Does that make sense? You mean when I say when I say I feel bad, I mean I don't mean that I feel guilty. I mean I actually feel oh, you bad. Feel bad. Yes. Oh, I see. I actually right. feel like uh, sluggish yeah, and yeah, yeah. you know very lethargic and not not at all. Um... So that's your normal? <laughs> no, no, that's not my normal. No, that yeah, that's my normal, I suppose. But no, I mean if if I. If I do exercise on a regular basis, oh, it brings you it to brings normal, me to, to your normal, to, to my normal. It's like um, mm. you know, but that, but that, that's exactly gives me it. energy, and but so, so it's not something I will go. It's not something like I will say, oh, I get such a rush of endorphins and stuff when I exercise, because it's like, uh, I mean, that in itself, and a lot of people do have that and can get quite addicted to that. Yeah. But I don't have that. I have more a case of it, it allows me to remain feeling like I'm 30 years old for much longer. <laughs> <laughs> and I can achieve all the things that I achieved when I was that age and yeah. I don't feel any different in my body at all it does everything it did before I've got stamina I can hop over a fence or a stile or whatever or you know I, I am flexible and all of those things but it doesn't make me feel um different it makes me feel normal I know what you mean I have to say no I know, I know what you're saying and yes I I, I realize that I know um, because that's how I feel uh, so I understand sorry I, th- I um, yeah kind of thought that you've just felt your normal was sort of like feeling bad no but it just makes you feel yeah yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. no I, I think <clears throat> my normal for now would be bad because um because of the fact that you need to do more things at this age to maintain yeah, your to weight, maintain your normal to, ma- to maintain a normal yeah. thing it would it would be harder so if you don't do it it's much easier to lose yeah. weight it's much easier to feel sluggish and lethargic yeah. and not want to do anything yeah. um and and also because you're combating the symptoms of the menopause you could have hot flushes you could have insomnia all of those things that we've talked about before um that if you didn't do any exercise i think um would be how you're completely necessarily defined yeah. at, at this age and yeah. it would be how you've that would be your normal feeling yeah and what actually for me exercise does and i i'm not anywhere near the amount of exercise that you do but the the level of exercise that i do seems to suit me it's yeah. about probably about four or five hours a week Oh, and, that's good. Yeah, it's not bad. And um, but that what that does, it means that I actually feel exactly the same way physically. I can achieve exactly the same things as I could do yeah. nearly thirty years ago. Yeah, no, and, I concur with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that in itself yeah. makes me feel so smug that yeah. I just carry on doing yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's because good. to be honest with you, it'd be much worse to get up in the morning and feel like I can't put my socks on. Because <laughs> oh, uh, for me. My face might might be sliding off, and I can see the wrinkly earlobes that I've acquired somewhere along the way, and the grey hair. But none of that says old to me as not being able to put my socks on mm. in the morning, and you know, creaking when you get out of a chair. I mean, there's so many people that you see that they bend down and they go oh as they bend down, and that that I I don't have any of that. And to have that, that to me says old old person can't move properly. It, it, do you agree? No, because sometimes if I've done a heavy workout at the gym, I come around like oh 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 me quads. <laughs> All me glue 
chills. There's nothing worse than having to get up in the morning and sit down on the bed to put your socks on. Because oh, no. Because you can't hop. I mean, I can hop around with one foot <laughs> trying to get in, and sometimes I practically kill myself. But the fact of the matter is, I think physically being able to to not do things is the thing that makes you feel old yes yes yeah i would totally agree with that yes and i think maintaining that and because you don't realize you're losing something until you go to do something or until you actually start say you didn't exercise you wouldn't you might not notice the downward spiral until you try to pick something up you think god i feel really weak i'm sure i used to pick this up with one hand i have to use two now and, but then when you go to do exercise, you, then you actually start to feel, you think, this is me, this is this is what I should feel like, I should be able to do this, and it should be effortless. So yeah, so yes. I totally, totally agree with yes. you. Yes, and I think, I think it's easy to tell that you're slowing down if you're not doing anything about it, because apart from anything else, you get more breathless when you go upstairs or yeah. something like this, and it is quite easy to tell. And you find... You, I, I, you know, I don't know. Maybe people molly coddle themselves and don't do things that they find a little difficult because they're finding it a little difficult, and then say justify that because they're because they're getting it, old. They're getting old, so you know. But I don't subscri- subscribe to that. No, no, I don't either. You know, I've seen a ninety-five-year-old bloke ride out every day on a horse and looking walking like a 60 year old a really young man and and um if he can do it i can do it yeah yeah i think and i don't think it takes that much exercise to be to be no, honest you don't, you don't have, have to, to do be, a, you don't no. have to be obsessive about no, it no no you just have to do what you feel is adequate i think yes to, to get to i mean there's certain things that you know might be advisable if you know you've got um, osteoporosis in your family, yes. or you know you know that your one of your parents had a back condition caused by osteoporosis, it might be a good idea yes. that you do something that's going to combat that yeah. directly. Or... Curvature of the spine is one of the things that that I feel quite sort of you know can quite easily happen as you get older and your, your spine yes. just starts to, yeah. to to crumble a bit yeah. and you start getting a bit hunched over yeah. and i mean there's a there has been a couple of people around here that who've got very bad curvature of the spine mm. and they end up literally walking along staring down yes. at the ground and i, I think yeah. how how do you cope with that that's no. sad um and i think that to a greater or lesser degree largely uh, you know short of nasty diseases like cancer there's a lot of things that can be prevented by just taking care of yourself Absolutely. a bit more from yeah. this age onwards. I mean, yeah. ideally earlier, but if yeah. you haven't done it earlier, then then now's a really good time to start. You're going to have a situation where you're going to feel a bit shit anyway because of the menopause. So it's pro- perhaps a good time to sort of gird your loins and, and you know, get out there yeah. and do something different. And the thing is... Um, for people who are starting something older and they may not have done any exercise maybe for a long time or they've never really done exercise they'll actually see changes really rapidly so yes. it's really exciting for yeah. people who've never done it they'll they'll find that oh my goodness i can actually reach down and, and put my socks on and i can actually i can actually walk uphill now and stuff like that. and it, it's really quite amazing the amount um i of think progression. It, it makes you feel powerful hmm. and i feel quite powerful and i and i I have discovered that I'm much better if I do a bit of exercise every day, mm. maybe half an hour's exercise every day, because what that makes me feel is like, apart from anything else, smug as as anything that I've done it. It does. It I do get the, that sort of feeling like I'm doing something every day, and it does make me feel really good. And it 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 might not be anything 
physical that's making me feel good it's just it's the mental attitude that I'm actually doing something yes. and I feel like I've achieved something yes. and I have a particularly sedentary job where I live I you know um, sit in a chair in front of a computer all day long so I tend to get up and do um, exercises for half an hour about four o'clock in the afternoon because I can mm-hmm. um, and that sort of combats the fact that I've been sat at my desk all day yeah and it makes me feel you know a lot more invigorated and you know then I can go into the evening and have a snooze on the sofa and <laughs> impunity, you know you get covered up you yeah yeah but I've done some exercise that day so I'm perfectly allowed to have a snooze on the sofa if I want and maybe get some sleep because I'm just jealous because I can't snooze during the day so if if you if you're somebody if you're trying to advise somebody that hasn't really embraced the idea of exercise where where what would you advise them to do to start? Where would you start? Because really? you don't really want to go full no. tilt into... I mean, I, I'm, I was going to say you don't want to go to full, full tilt into high-energy training or anything like that. That's no, you can, to... you've got to start gently. But the thing is to try a few things to find what you like. Um, I mean, the gym I go to, I do see a lot of much older adults. I mean, people well in their 80s. OK. But they're also people wow. who are in their teens. So it's, yes. it's real... And what are these 80-year-olds like? Um, well... They're sort of they they get they surprisingly work with quite heavy weights actually, um, and they just go at their own pace. They they just get on with their workout. Um, so it's kind of it's quite admirable, really. I think that um, I mean I've never been one for the gym. It's not my natural state, and you know much rather go to a coffee shop or something <laughs> like that instead. <laughs> it's not my not my scene, and I've never been one for exercise for exercise sake. I've always liked to point to my exercise. Yeah. So over the years, I've sort of gathered together a, li- a few things that I like doing that I feel has a point to them. So for example, walking. I absolutely adore walking, and I like walking out in the countryside. So instead of just going for a stroll, I go for a power walk. Yes, in the and countryside. That, that is quite an important thing. There is a major difference. See, I think a problem is that people think that walking, just walking slowly, isn't yeah, it's it? Not it's good, not. It's no. like it's a way of getting from yeah. one place well, to another. Well, they say you, you need to be able to walk fast enough so that you couldn't have a conversation with somebody that was with you for, for, for a short period of time. That, that That's how much you need to get your heart yeah, rate Yeah, you up. should feel hot and, and hot, sweaty. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what I do. But, yeah. I mean, luckily I've got a dog, so I can take have a reason to go for a walk. I'm not yeah. just bombing around the, the yeah. countryside looking like a complete idiot because I'm power walking up and down <laughs> Dale <laughs> and, and all of that. But it, it does work for me, and it, and it certainly seems to um, keep my weight down as well, which is really good. Yes. But this is, like, probably... I only probably do couple of times a week at the weekend you know go for a power walk for three quarters of no, an hour but that's, hour. that's perfect that's yeah that's, that's more than adequate yeah. but what i'm trying to say is that it doesn't need oh, the whole thing about exercise in in people's heads who haven't done it uh on a regular basis before now it shouldn't be that daunting no i don't think you don't absolutely i think you you need to find the thing that suits you and this is where you and i differ because you're quite into exercise aren't you in terms of 
I mean, you're a Pilates teacher and you have always done quite a lot of exercise mm. running and um, going to the gym and stuff, whereas that's not me at all. My exercise I've always done, it has been along the walking route. And then I discovered Pilates about five years ago, which I thought I think is brilliant. And if you've, if you've never done anything else in your life, you ought to start on a Pilates course, I think, don't you? Yeah, Pilates is excellent and it gives yeah. you It doesn't make you hot and sweaty outside. either. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost I wouldn't say it was gentle so no. much as it is challenging but when I mean I notice the difference and I say this to anybody in your class that, that comes new and they go ooh, you know maybe it's a bit daunting and I go I have noticed the difference but from the beginning to the you know to five years later of what I can achieve with my body now um and it's it's purely and utterly because i've been doing pilates yeah. and i think mm. that it's uh you think it's not having an effect until you stop doing it and then you realize just how much of an effect it's actually having on you absolutely yeah, yeah. and it is it, it does i think when people just look at some pilates exercises yeah, yeah really just bending easy. and stretching yeah, into it and you doing? know hopefully not farting while you're doing yes. it <laughs> preferably not but you know sometimes you can't help hey, it sometimes it? Yeah. But, but it does look like it's just bending and stretching, but I it know. is actually really challenging. Yeah. It can be really challenging. And I think that when that for me, the idea of not being able to do something and then a few weeks later being able to do it, the same move, is just like, oh, am I smug or what? Yeah. You know, I'm so proud of myself yeah. that I can achieve that. And I think that in itself you know i'm getting the exercise i'm getting the kudos because i'm doing it and i think it's a really good form of exercise and it doesn't have to be em embracing that sort of getting hot and sweaty and you know which is not not me at all you do sadly have to do more than that though don't you as well yes you as do you need get, to yeah you need, you need to, to do a on. real variety yeah. of yeah. things which is where you can come up with um, I think you pick things that you're going to enjoy in a dance yes. class. It doesn't have yeah. to be exercise as as the traditional yeah. way of looking at it. Yeah. it. As long as it's some form of getting up off your ass and moving about a bit, yes. you know, it could be ballroom dancing. It could yeah. be. Oh, I mean, the thing is, dancing really challenges your uh, brain as one, well actually, yeah. because you have to really think. Yes, your brain has to function in such a complex way. Yeah, um, especially if you're dancing quite. Especially quite the way I day. dance. <laughs> <laughs> you I've got four. When you I've dance. got four limbs to move at the same time, and it's quite difficult. <laughs> oh, you thought you were away with the fairies when you were dancing? Yeah, yeah, I am. It's true. I took my husband off uh, not so long ago to um, salsa lessons, and we had such a hoot. It was such a laugh. And and you think, well, that's exercise, yeah. isn't it? It is, yeah. You know, and that, now we've embraced badminton, which is something I always thought was for, you know, it's a bit namby-pamby, isn't it, badminton? <laughs> well, but it's kind of a soft thing. You think of it as soft, soft like, as opposed isn't? to tennis balls or yeah. squash balls, which is a lot Not harder. Especially when you're getting beaten hollow by people oh, who are yeah. older than you. <laughs> Yeah, that's because they've had time to get really good at it, you know. Your exercise can be anything yeah, you want it to be. there's so many different forms yeah. now. I mean, really. It doesn't mean joining a class. It, I think you need to do the, 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 the Pilates. I think that's almost a given, that you should do some sort of... Well, it does so much class. for you internally, yes. doesn't it? And it does what? work you from very deep inside right, to yes. the surface. Yes, that's true. How much exercise do you do? Well, I suppose Don't I do about me, the same. No, I, I do, do about, um, about five 
out maybe for about the same four to five hours okay. a week so that'd be a mixture of these things so I do like running but I only like to run you know if it's if I, I'll run in the rain I, as long as it's daylight right so during the winter because that everybody can see in your lycra is that what it is no because <laughs> I put something I always wrap something around my boss and the time I said why, why, why are you doing that do I just, just I said I just don't what like do having my bottom on show while I'm running what do you want, wrap around it a duvet or something no, no don't be silly <laughs> no a hoodie or something oh really yeah oh, I just, okay but also in the wind, that was no flat, flat, no flat, flat, flat. <laughs> That'd be like my my bingo wings. Flap, 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 flap. I could take off. Flap, 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 flap. Actually, my butt gets cold. Oh, does it really? Yeah, I, 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 have, I always get cold butt and cold hands. And I always wear a cap. So there Whilst are certain you're things. running? Yeah, and sometimes I wear a scarf. If you took all this stuff, stuff off, you could run faster. <laughs> couldn't you? For longer? No, I get too cold. And how I can always you, tie it around me. How long just, do you run for? Um, it's only about 25 minutes. Yeah. What makes you motivated enough to do exercise? Because there are more people that don't do it than there are that do. And and lots of people have, like, their New Year's resolution and, you know, gyms end up having, getting stuffed full of people with their memberships in January, but then they they all fall off. So, So how do we... What, what makes you keep going with the old exercise and what makes you motivate yourself into doing it on a regular basis? Well, I think, I mean, I know sometimes short-term, short-term goals work really well for yes. some people, right? Yes. But, you know, it's a bit like people who want to make such a big effort when they get married. I want to look like this and I yeah. want to look beautiful and I want yeah. to be you know, really thin. And then afterwards, you know, they they just go and they they never make themselves look nice, and then they just they don't look after themselves. So my attitude is, you should always feel good every day. Yes. You should always feel good. So why only look good sometimes when you could try and look good all the time? Yeah. So that's why I exercise because I know that if I don't exercise, my muscles will start to atrophy. And I'll just wobble more. Yeah. So it's, and also it does make me f- feel good. It's like that thing you say about being smug. Yeah, it just yeah. makes you feel good. You think, you know what? I'm smug. I might be, you know, I might be getting old, blah, 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 yeah. blah. But you know what? At least I can mm. run all the way round that, that little circuit that I do. Do you know what keeps me going? Which is really strange, actually. And this is something that happened about 10 years ago. And uh, we used to run a pub, Rob and I, and there were a lot of people that used to come in the pub that would be in their 60s, maybe 70s, and they would be walking along as if they had had several bones removed and, you know, could hardly could hardly move. And the number of people that were shuffling and... Uh, at the time when I was like 40 or 45 I thought it was how you are when you get older because that's what you know the majority of people that came into the pub that's what I was seeing and as I've got closer to the their ages I've realized that that's you don't that you make yourself like that by yes. doing nothing about it yeah. and for me it was like somebody had hit me around the head with a big wet fish it was like I cannot I cannot let myself get like that. I cannot imagine a life where I'm shuffling around and I'm, I'm needing a, a stick to get out of a chair, you mm. know. I just... I, it's horrifying. Yes. It's horrifying yeah. to me. It, it would it would be like... It would be like a prison. Yeah. My body would become a prison. That's how I would view it. Yeah. And it would stop me from doing so many things that I want to do. And I don't mean climbing a mountain or anything like that, but just being independent and not having to rely on anyone and, um, you know, being able to... 
I don't know, just... Uh, what what can you do at this age that 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 you can't do at any age? That if your body's supple, there are yeah. loads of things I suppose, like dance all night the way. Mm. Like, not things I probably wouldn't even want to do, but yeah. just the fact the fact is that you, I have the choice. Yeah. I have that choice now, and if I let my body go, the choice is taken away from me. Yes, and yeah. I think that choice, and that. It, it, it's a slippery slope downhill from this age on if you're not careful. Yes. Because because time is against you, and you it's very easy, I think, to get caught up in the fact that you're getting older, so you don't need to do so so yes. much stuff, and that's an excuse. And I think the thing is that um, <clears throat> during menopause, you do lose energy. You yes, know, you, you do. could. It could be to do with the fact that you're not sleeping, or you're waking up a lot with hot flushes. But even if that isn't happening. There are so many things going on in your in your body. You're probably having quite your levels of energy are yes. quite low yes. anyway. Yeah, and it is a fact. Yeah, the less you do, the less you can do. Yes. So this is about you know age as well. Yes, but when you're feeling like that, yeah. even though you really don't feel like it, and you might not feel like it, but this is when you actually really need you to kick do yourself it. And let's face chair. it, you know, menopause onwards, could you could still have 30 years of life left. Oh, yes, and why and not have it have, just have feeling great? Have a good great. quality of life, feeling yeah. great, rather yeah. than, you know, slippery slope down into yeah. that grave. And to think that you might actually have to spend 30 years in a chair because you haven't paid yes. enough attention to making sure your bones and your muscles are working properly, shoot me now you know it's a horrible thought isn't it and I think that if you're going to do anything this is such this is such a sort of significant time in your life the menopause that it's a really good kickstart of how how you're going to conduct the rest of your life I think and it's so true that if you if you do something now it's not just going to help for you for the rest of your life it's, sorry, it's not just going to help you through the menopause and those menopausal symptoms now. It's actually going to help you for the rest of your life. Yes. Well, again, I hope we've helped. Yes, I hope we have. Well, anyway, thank you. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Two Women Chat with Alison Archer and Sally Thompson. If you want to know what happens in the end, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to share your thoughts with us, visit www.twowomenchat.co.uk.